Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man is on his rare. Take his advice and you'll look clean. You'll get a shave as smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate brushless fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern speaking from the city of Chicago. We're in Chicago, Illinois, to broadcast tomorrow's Northwestern Ohio State football game. But right now, we're ready to bring you from Chicago the 365th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel, featuring strange and fantastic stories, some that are legends, others mere hearsay, but also interesting. We'd like to pass them along to you. Our guest tonight is one of the most famous football coaches in America, the coach of Columbia University, Lou Little. But before we bring you Lou Little in person, let's begin with real one. Profile of a jinx. Tomorrow, a football game is going to be played between Boston College and New York University. It's funny that these two teams should be meeting each other in a football game tomorrow, for these two institutions have both been haunted by a jinx. Let's begin the story. Back in 1928, playing on a great New York University team were three inseparable pals, Ed Hill, Al Lastman, and Len Grant. These three roomed together. That is, they roomed together until the jinx began. For one night... One of these three buddies, Ed Hill, was playfully wrestling with a policeman on the New York University campus when suddenly the policeman's gun had gone off accidentally and Ed Hill lay on the ground, shot through the head, dead. The jinx had begun. Now there were only two of these inseparable football buddies left at NYU, Al Lastman and Len Grant. Shortly afterwards, Al Lastman was out on a canoe on a lake in Maine. There was no storm, there was no reason for a disaster, and yet... Al Lastman's body was found drowned. The jinx had killed another. Now there was only one of the three original football buddies left at New York University. The one remaining was Len Grant. Several years went by after that, when one day Len Grant was playing golf. Suddenly, a summer rainstorm blew up, and Len Grant took refuge under a tree on the golf course. Just as he did so, a bolt of lightning struck that very tree, and Len Grant was killed. The jinx had finally caught up with a third of these three buddies. And so, three of New York University's greatest football stars, three boys are roomed together. They were all killed under strange, mysterious circumstances. That was the jinx of NYU. But tomorrow, NYU is again playing football. And their opponent is Boston College. Funny. Funny because Boston College has also been visited by a strange jinx. In 1942... Boston College was the strongest team in the nation. They'd won eight straight games, and they were unbeaten going into the last game of the season. But when that last game was played in the biggest upset of the year, Boston College was beaten 52 to 20. Had Boston College won that last game as they expected that they would, they had planned to celebrate with a big party that night in Boston's leading nightclub, the Coconut Grove. But after their unexpected defeat, nobody felt much like a party. And so the Boston College football team decided not to go to the Coconut Grove nightclub. And it's lucky that they didn't. For that was the very night that the Coconut Grove caught fire and became a raging inferno as 486 people were burned to death in the worst nightclub fire in history. Had the Boston College football team won their game that afternoon, they'd have been the guests of honor and their table would have been right in the very center of that nightclub and they'd have all been burned to death. And so... Because a Boston College football team lost a game, their lives were saved. Tomorrow, Boston College plays a football game against New York University. Funny that these two teams should meet tomorrow, isn't it? 
For a jinx once cost one of these teams the lives of three of its players, while another jinx cost the other team a football game but saved the lives of its players. But that's not the strangest part of this story as told to me. The strangest part, according to the story, is the legend that one of the first persons on the scene to watch that fire that almost killed the Boston University football team was a certain boy, a certain New York City boy, who was an ardent football fan himself and who'd watched all three of the New York University football players in action. And because he thought so much of them, he had attended each one of their funerals. Strange, isn't it, that one boy who had nothing to do with the players should see three of them in death and the fire that almost killed their rivals. And yet, even though this boy did see these strange jinx strike four times, that jinx never affected him, for you know him as the great movie star, Cornell Wilde. And that's the story as told to me of Cornell Wilde, who saw a strange jinx strike two football teams, New York University and Boston College, who are playing each other tomorrow. Or should I say... That's the strange story of a jinx that brought death to one of these teams and life to the other. Proof of the story behind a football game to be played tomorrow. Bill, too. Tonight we're broadcasting from Chicago, and here in Chicago they still talk about a great golfer who won the National Open Golf Championship when he was only 20 years old. His name is Gene Sarazen, and Gene Sarazen recently wrote me, Dear Bill, I just spread on Colgate Brushless Shave Cream and take my razor over the course for a close, clean shave. It's fast and it's comfortable. And I'd like to say that everything you told me about Colgate Brushless Shave Cream is true. Many thanks for the tip. Signed, Gene Sarazen. Well, here's what I told Gene Sarazen about Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. It's not greasy or heavy, but light and fluffy. And being lighter, it spreads easier, faster. And Colgate Brushless stays on the job, no drying out or quitting halfway. Softens the toughest whiskers, stands them up so your razor can cut through them, not sliding over the top. And finally, because it's not gummy or gooey, but light and fluffy, Colgate Brushless Shave Cream rinses off in a flash. So add up the benefits, and like the great sport champions, you'll say... Colgate Brushless Shave Cream is a star performer, a winner. But listen, if it doesn't win you, just send back the top of the carton to me. Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and I'll see that you get double your money back. Want to accept that challenge? Then ask for Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions, available in tube or jar. It's light and it's right. Real three. Profile of a legend. Tomorrow afternoon... Notre Dame meets Navy in an important football game. And speaking of Navy and Notre Dame, brings to mind one of the great legendary sports stories as told to me. Many years ago, there were two musical students in this country who were both good athletes. One was John Shea of Notre Dame, and the other was Alfred Miles of the United States Naval Academy. These two boys were both natural rivals, for both were runners. They were both track stars. And whenever John Shea of Notre Dame had set a new track record, it always seemed that Alfred Miles of the Naval Academy would be the one boy who'd break it. Finally, it was arranged for these two great athletes, John Shea and Notre Dame and Alfred Miles of Navy, to meet. And they did meet each other. They met at a dinner party given in their honor. And at this dinner party, the Toastmaster was the famous songwriter George M. Cohan. And as George M. Cohan got up to speak, he said... Ladies and gentlemen, we're gathered here tonight to pay tribute to two of America's greatest sports stars. John Shea of Notre Dame, and Alfred Miles of Navy. I wish I could say that their great athletic records will last forever, but they won't. Someday, someone will come along and beat those records. That's always true in athletics, but it's not true in my business. You see, I'm a songwriter, and if you write a great song, it does last, no matter how many newer songs are written. 
That's why I'd like to suggest to both of these boys, since they are both musically inclined, that they devote themselves to creating music which might last, rather than athletic records that'll be forgotten. And I hope they'll take my advice. Both John Shea of Notre Dame and Alfred Miles of Navy were impressed by what George M. Cohan had just said. And both boys being musical students as well as athletes, they knew that he was right. And that's why later, that very same night, back in George M. Cohan's apartment, the three huddled around his piano talking of music. And that night in that room, Navy's great athlete, Alfred Miles, began a song. A song that down through the years was destined to become famous. Famous as the great football and marching song of the United States Naval Academy. For it was on this night that Alfred Miles made musical history. For this was the night that he wrote the famous Navy song, Anchors Away. Anchors away, my boys. Anchors away. Until we meet once more, here's wishing you a happy voice home. But also in that same room, that same night, around George M. Cohen's piano, the other great athlete, John Shea of Notre Dame, also tried to write a song. Another song that down through the years was destined to become just as famous. Famous as one of America's best-known and best-loved college songs. It became known as the famous Notre Dame Victory March. It rang out across this nation to become an inspiration to the fighting Irish. While her loyal sons are marching onward to victory. Tomorrow, Notre Dame will be playing Navy in a great football game. And as those two teams go out on the field, their famous songs, Notre Dame's Victory March, and Navy's Anchors Away will ring out. And the next time you hear those songs, just remember, they might never have been written. But for a night 40 years ago, and the composers, John Shea of Notre Dame and Alfred Miles of Navy, met at a sports dinner. And that night, they were both introduced to George M. Cohan, who showed them how to write a song, showed them how by writing a song himself that same night, a song that's lasted just as long as either one of the songs that these boys wrote. For it was on this same night in that same room that the famous Notre Dame and Navy songs were written that George M. Cohan, in showing these boys how to write their songs, wrote his own immortal, never to be forgotten, you're a grand old flag. But your old acquaintance be forgot. Keep your eye on the grand Profile of a legend. Real Four. Tonight we're broadcasting from Chicago, Illinois, and here is the best in the West, Don Elder. Out of tough whiskers, you'll take the fight with Colgate Brushless. It's light and it's right. Yes, Colgate Brushless is the shave cream made specially for men with tough whiskers and tender skin. Made to work with your razor for close, clean, comfortable shaving. No smart or sting, no after irritation. So get on the champion shaving team. Just wash your face, smooth on Colgate Brushless shave cream, shave it off. That's all there is to it. Then say goodbye to gummy, greasy shaving creams and welcome to Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. It's light and it's right. And now, back to Bill Stern. Real five. Profile of Lou Little. Tonight, our guest is one of the most famous football coaches in America, the coach of Columbia University, Lou Little. And to bring you Lou Little to our microphone, this is Bill Stern switching you from where I'm standing in Chicago. The next voice you hear will be the famous football coach, Lou Little, speaking from New York City. Good evening. I've been coaching football for many years, and I've had some great victories and some bitter disappointments. But speaking of disappointments, I think many of the GIs who came back from overseas are discouraged 
because they haven't played better football. However, the reason for that is they've been away from the game for several years. But if they'll just stick with their practice and their work, they'll not only get back to their former condition, but will be much better players. You can't lose competitive spirit and playing ability at their age. Think how much worse they'd feel if there was no football. And years ago, we almost did lose football in this country. They said it was too rough. Well, one man and one man alone saved the game. For that man said, and I quote him, football teaches youngsters a lot of things. But when teams travel from one section of the country to another to play each other, they find out that Easterners aren't cold, Southerners aren't lazy, and Westerners aren't hicks. No, football has taught the boys there is only one kind of person in this country, and that's just plain Americans. For that reason, he said, I'm going to allow football to continue. The man who said that was the president of the United States at the time. His name was Theodore Roosevelt. This is Lou Little in New York, returning you to Bill Stern in Chicago. Thank you so much. Good luck and good night, Lou Little. That's the 3-0 mark for tonight. We've been broadcasting tonight from the city of Chicago, Illinois, getting ready to broadcast tomorrow's Northwestern Ohio State football game. Next Friday evening, we'll be back same time, same stations, broadcasting from whichever city has the nation's biggest game, getting ready to broadcast that game. Our guest next Friday night will be the commissioner of the new All-American Football Conference, the famous Notre Dame football star Jimmy Crowley, one of the immortal members of the Four Horsemen. So be sure and be with us next Friday evening, same time, same station. See you then. And until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the news of the day, newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night from Chicago. Bill Stern, the Colgate-shaped command is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate-shaped command had lots to say. He told you tales of sports heroes, the inside-dope he really knows. So listen there next Friday night. See, oh, L-G-A-T-E. Ladies, it's no soap. When your grocer says no soap, it means he's out of soap, and that in turn is due to the worldwide shortage of fats. The more used fat you salvage, the more soap will be on the market. Remember, your butcher pays you four cents a pound for used kitchen fat, so don't waste, waste fat. The Bill Stern Show tonight came from New York and Chicago. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.